If I'm doing a, a logo project and then another one comes in, I'm like, okay, how can I make this one better than before? So I think internally, I just have that motivation naturally, but I definitely want to write down kind of trackable goals. Then I could reward myself in the end. I think it's really easy to remember, or important rather, to remember that you can find a system that works for you and your business, and it might not necessarily look like someone else's, and it also might take a little bit of time, uh, you know, actually working it and actually using it before you, you know, you can't just set it up and dive in. You kind of have to see what functionalities are best for you. Welcome to Sorted, a podcast for creatives by creatives. I'm Emma. And I'm Alex. So get your coffee ready and let's get sorted. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. We wanted to give a little disclaimer before it starts that the audio isn't perfect and we're still learning as we go along. So bear with us for this episode and we still hope you enjoy. Thanks so much. Hi, friends. Howdy. We're so excited to be here for episode two, technically episode one, but the second episode of Sorted. We're going to be diving into all things Notion, so the holy grail of Notion. We are both huge lovers of Notion, and if you know us or you ever have talked to us about organization or planning or systems, Notion has bound to come up. It's definitely the... I would say the basis of my personal system for my clients and for my own business and honestly also for my own personal home and you know things like that to-do list. Um, I use it for all aspects of my life for just organizing and planning and tracking and I think that's why we decided for it to be the first episode of this season because it is the basis of our organizational system. Yeah, this is the grandfather of all things behind our starting of this podcast. So without Notion, we wouldn't even be able to (laughs) properly plan for the podcast and organizing (laughs) all of that because not only do we use it for our own businesses, but also for sorted and for organizing our content and planning our social media posts and writing down notes and getting in contact with uh, guests on our podcast. So it is literally the holy grail. (laughs) (laughs) And the first thing to start out with, we can't ignore it as graphic designers, is that the reason, you know, I've tried all the things, I've tried Notes apps and Google Docs, and, you know, with all those different pieces, you have everything kind of all over the place. And I still use a lot of those other platforms and databases and things like that. And the nice part is kind of you can link out from Notion. But the reason I personally love Notion is for the aesthetics. Um, it's beautiful. It fits my style and I can change it and make, customize it to fit the way I want things to look and the way I want things to um, feel so that when I open my to-do list or my calendar or I also share it with other people, which we can talk about down the road. But, you know, it, it's a reflection of my branding and my, my business. And that's what I love about it. So going back a little bit, Emma was actually the one to get me hooked on Notion. (laughs) So I am one that I'm very set in my ways and it takes a lot for me to try new programs um, and to implement new things into my process and my system because I'm super old school. So up until probably the beginning of this year, I was all paper planning. So I had a color-coded planner that I would write down 
all of my jobs, all of my events, everything that was coming up. And so if I didn't have that paper planner in my hands, like the world was over. I was like, what am I supposed to be working on? And again, that process worked for me, but I was like, okay, I've heard so much about Notion. It seems like the new up and coming thing. Let me just try it out. So I downloaded it. I had it for a little while before I even touched it because I was like, what is all of this? Like, it can be very overwhelming. <laughs> it's when very you, overwhelming. When you first download it, like, you will immediately want to exit it out. But I promise you that if you just have the patience and take the time, you can find how to use it for you. Now, there are a ton of stuff to do with Notion, all these different layouts and all of these functionalities that you can use but if you're not one to make templates and to get that deep into organization then just use it for the basics like I do I think me and Emma are we're both very organized but in kind of different ways I'm more of a to-do list check things off uh, plan month by month with my individual projects and so I kind of have those on one grand calendar and then Emma dives into the whole utilizing the template feature and really just having things break down and organizing them on the page in blocks in toggles and all of that stuff yeah it's very interesting when we started creating our sorted home and hub how both of our styles kind of came together using the platform and it's funny because I I don't even think of myself as an incredibly like template person I do use the template feature a lot but or I use like the you know within the databases I use templates and things like that but I work with another creative on web design, Steph Powell, and she's like even more like she, oh, wow. she like fully like templates out and puts pictures on every project. And so for us, like we do web design projects together. So we have a shared hub and it's so funny because it's like to see her version versus my version versus your version. Mm-hmm. It's like very interesting and how, you know, you can use it in, in so many capacities so many and we all ways. find it so helpful, but we all use it yeah. to like such a different extent. into the different hubs so what we mean when we're talking about that is you can have different hubs that live on the left hand column which unfortunately we can't show you our screen right now but just imagine this so on the left hand side you have all of these different hubs that you can create so for example i have a hub for ap the creative i also have a hub for cpa so anything that i talk to my cpa about any to-do list any questions that i have that's going to go in there and then i also have a personal hub So grocery lists, health goals, birthdays, if you want to add birthdays to a calendar to keep up with your friends and family's birthdays. So you can have so many different hubs. And then like we've mentioned, we obviously have a sorted hub. So that hub is under Emma's account, but she shared it with me. So I'm on ESM Creative Studio, but I can only see the sorted hub. Yeah. And the nice part about it is with someone else's hub you can link it on so she can link it on like her ab creative she can have a little button that says sorted and if you click that it takes you directly mm-hmm. to my hub but then if you just press the back back arrow it takes you right back to your your own system i think let's deep dive so you talked about your hubs and i can kind of go into what we use for our business mm-hmm. and like what that page looks like for me i have a esm creative hub that i use for myself and my team. I use it with my design assistant and my web design designer that I work with. And we both have kind of hubs within that main home of ESM Creative Studio. Then I have one with Steph for 
Golden Hour Guild where we plan out the itineraries, we plan out, you know, there's a lot of planning that goes into those retreats. So it's really helpful for those hours by hours, the weekly to-do list, what we need to get done by what date for the for the retreats and things like that. Then I have sorted and then I have my personal, which for mine, my personal is I have a grandfather to-do list that I use for some work things come in there and some personal it's more of like my immediate to-do list and that kind of lives on my personal but I also have it outlinked on my ESM creative and that's kind of like my to-do list in the sense of you know for work I have a to-do list of things that I need to get done in you know the next week the next month the next day but then this to-do list is kind of like wishes that I want to get done if that makes sense so like not top priority to-dos but things that I just think you know, I, I really like to paint, you know, a wall in my apartment, but I'd really like to create templates for my shop on my site. So it's kind of like those things. And I check back at it all the time, especially when I have free time and things like that. So that kind of lives on both places. But yeah, for my work, my ESM Creative Hub, how I have it broken down is I like it kind of in like a block system. And I have my main content, I have copy and things. It's like my title of that section. I have Client Hub, which is I have all my client databases, my client overall database and all my notes with each client during each call. And I, it's just nice to have it all in one place because before Notion, I would write down notes on an actual notebook. I'd write down notes in my notes app. I'd kind of put it all over the place. So this is nice because it's just one place where I put all my, all my notes from every call or any feedback I get on email, I put like to-dos in there, especially for brand name projects. I know Alex probably does the same. It's really helpful to have those edits in one place um, and to keep track of those revision, like your timelines for revisions and things like that. It's very helpful for me because I have under each client, I have a timeline so I can kind of check off as I go along, you know, revision one, revision two, things like that. And then I have a section that's all these extras so part of it one of them is like investments that I want to have for my business so it's courses I want to take or things I want to buy or art supplies I want to invest in or things like that I have a vendors list there where I provide that for my clients if they're looking for you know a copywriter or things that I don't necessarily provide but yeah what about you Alex what is your uh like AP the creative hub look like so mine is extremely simple compared to yours but that's just the way my brain works so and that's totally okay yeah it's whatever works for you that's the best <laughs> part about notion i also feel like you know when you own your own business your business stuff is kind of like on the back burner because your client totally. work is at the forefront and so i have you yeah. know this grand idea in my head of all the things that i can do in my notion to make it even better but you know clients i've also been using notion for a lot longer yeah like than you have and i think that's something that's really important is like with notion you can see other people's systems and you're like oh that system looks like it'd be really helpful for me but it's hard to kind of implement it from the beginning you kind of just have to get started and like see what you use it for before you actually like commit to those building out that you know because to me to you that might sound like oh like the way that she does it sounds really helpful but it might not actually be helpful for you the way you're you know, process works and things like that. So I think with Notion, you really have to kind of try before you buy, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, on that note, there are several templates that you can purchase, but you, if you purchase one, like you might open it and be like, whoa, what is all this? Or like, how did they organize all of this? So you just have to dive in and just see what works best for you. But on my, on my AP, the creative portal, I have a menu with a few different things. So the main thing is my task list. So in that task list, it brings up this giant calendar 
month by month. And so I literally just have specific items within each day of the calendar of my task for that client or for that day. I put things in there like meetings, client work, in progress, like I have to be working on this project today even though it's not due today. So I have things like that in there. And then going back to my hub, I also have a giant branding schedule. So this is for branding specific projects. It's not for my smaller production work or my retainer clients. It's more for just solely my branding and web clients. So this allows me, this timeline feature that I have allows me to have each project kind of stacked on top of one another. And so I can see what projects would be overlapping another versus in your calendar feature, you kind of only have it for that day. Like I might have initial logo concepts due for that day, but this timeline feature allows you to see the entire lifespan of the project. So you're going to be starting the project, let's say June 5th and ending it August 1st. And so it's going to take up that entire time span. So then when I'm getting more brand inquiries and clients are asking me what the timeline would be like and when I could fit this in, I could kind of see, oh, well, this project is going to be wrapped up the beginning of August. And so I can fit you in kind of that last week in July. And something that's nice, I just wanted to pop in and say that something that's nice about what you're, the, kind of what you're, what you're describing is that your calendar view and your timeline view are the same database. Mm-hmm. It's just like different ways of viewing them versus, you know, something like Google, Google Docs or your calendar or a lot of these other kind of client management or like timeline Mm -hmm. management or like project management systems, it only has really one view. So you have to like choose the client platform, these these like platforms, which, you know, just off this like one look. And with Notion, it's really nice because you do have all these databases that are, are, you know, linked in multiple places. So like this client hub that we keep talking about or these client portals, like for, so for each client, you have like a quote unquote folder that can also have dates attached that you can see in a calendar view. So it's all interlinked. You don't have to make it five times. It can be all connected and all, um, you know, you can only input the the information in one place, which is something that I love. I absolutely love that too. And then going down the list in my portal. uh, So under branding schedule, I also have my hourly log. So this is for my clients who are on an hourly retainer basis, which Just personally, I'm kind of leaning away towards that and doing more project-based, but I still have some clients from when I first started over a year ago with my independent design studio that I still do hourly projects for them. So in there, I have my hourly log that I could tag the client, I could tag how many hours, the hourly rate for it, and then the total amount. That way, when I go into my bookkeeping or my invoicing platform that I use, then I can just refer to this document, write the hours, write what I worked on, and then send it off. So I'm not really having to keep track of these projects anywhere else but Notion. And then also onto that, my client portal. So Emma kind of already touched base on this, but I have a giant client folder of my current clients and my archived clients. So current clients, 
I have sort of a templated approach for this. So you have the client name and then you have links to the project hub or the branding schedule. So this is kind of like the overall structure of all the things that I'm working on for them, all the tasks if I'm doing branding for them. So then that branding schedule links to the overall timeline schedule that I was mentioning. And then I also have things like I have a brand category. So this would be brand assets. Um, I can put their logo files in there. I can put important links like their URL. I could put their color hex codes if I need them, you know, to easily reference. And then I can also put documents in there. So I have a document section for if they send me an important document, I can put that in there. But I also have another tab for meeting notes. And so this houses all of the notes that I take from our meetings. So this helps eliminate that Word document that you have to make a folder for on your desktop for your clients. You can put all of your notes right in here. That way you could be like, when did I talk about that with the client? You can name your meeting notes however you want. I always do it by the date or by the topic of what we're talking about so I know what to reference. Yeah, it's also really helpful. I found that because I have one spot for my meeting notes, what I usually do is right after the meeting, I'll actually make a to-do list or like an action items list from those notes. Cause usually what I do is I just like take notes on okay, like yeah. paper and I just kept like one notebook and I take it everywhere with me. And now with Notion, I feel like it's, it's going, takes me back to like school when you have to like write down your takeaways from the lecture. But I, I sit down after the call and I actually write down like, okay, I need to change this. I need to remember this. I need to, you know, the actual comprehending those notes and actually taking them and putting them into to-do list. Cause sometimes with calls, I'm not going right back to their project and working on it right after that call. So it's really helpful to comprehend and like have the, not go back to these like mismosh, like, you know, jumble of notes and actually have this like checkbox to-do list. And that's one of my favorite, probably my top three favorite things in Notion is those I little checkboxes that you can do. You can have like a, and it crosses it off when it's done. It's very satisfying, kind of similar to, because I do my like to-do list and things like that on a paper planner. So it kind of gives me that satisfaction uh, that of crossing it out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Then the last kind of item that I have on my menu is AP the creative to do. So this is what I was talking about when <laughs> I keep putting my own business stuff on the platform. So I actually have this in board view, which if you're familiar with Trello, it's super similar to that where you can kind of drag each box into different columns. Yeah. I have mine in that. Yes. I love too. it so much because I have different columns like immediate needs, eventually to do wish list and done. So my immediate needs are things I that I know if I have downtime and if I want to tackle something that's kind of simple, more of like, I just need to get this done, let's just do it. That's my immediate need. And so then I can just look at that column and then check mark that off of my list. My eventually to do are things like updating my welcome guide and stuff that I don't have a lot of time to do now. It's stuff that I really need to sit down and think about and map out. But those are things that I know that I eventually want to do for my business. And so those live in that column. And then, of course, there's nothing in my done column because, like I said, <laughs> clients come first. <laughs> I love the system that you have for your to-do list because that's super similar to mine. And I do. I used to do it where it's prior, it was like priority soon okay, eventually. Yeah. 
And now I do it where I have one that's like that. And then you can do, because of the multiple view you know, system, I have another view that's like this week, next week, this month. Oh, yes. I love that. Yeah, it's really helpful. And then once something's done, I don't have a done column, but I have it drag into that like no status mm-hmm. kind of folder. So it's like kind of hidden. And it's really nice to like watch that number go up yes. when things are crossed off. But yeah, it's something I use. I love that this board view because you can kind of easily drag back and forth. And I usually look at it every Friday. I plan kind of my next week. So I look at what is on there and what I can you know prioritize for the coming week. Yeah, I love that. The last and final thing I have on my personal, well, my business portal in Notion is my affiliate links. So I am not an influencer by all means, but I have (laughs) codes to things that I use literally every day. And I was like, you know what? I might as well have a code for this because I'm constantly talking about it to people anyways. So I have my affiliate links in blocks And so it's not really anything I need to click into, but if I need, if somebody texts me and say, hey, what's your Zenny code? I want new glasses or something, then I can easily just copy and paste that or my .cal link or my Envato elements. So those are just easily for me to copy and paste wherever I need to. Yeah, I have the same. I have have, uh, all my links for there. I also use Moo printing for all the time for, and for me, it's, I actually don't even, they give you like, I forget what the, the discount is, but I think it's like 25% off and you get $20 to spend, but it expires after like a month or something mm. like that. And so I never use it, but it gives my clients that 25% off. So and you're gonna I have refer, a lot of these codes. You're going to yeah. refer them to Moo anyways. <laughs> so you might yeah, as well have, yeah, a, exactly. have a link to it. Yeah. And like, it, yeah, it's more about giving them that, that 25% off because I don't, I'm not printing anything over here. So right. I never use the, the discount. Something else that I wanted to touch on that I love that I've kind of figured out a system for is I've always been a very goal-oriented person. I'm not like a five-year plan person, but I'm more of like a, a setting intentions for the year and like going quarter by quarter. And I think the quarter by quarter thing has come since owning my own business. Um, but I think it's also, and Alex, you probably we, we talk about this all the time, it's when you work for yourself, there's no one giving you a promotion or giving you a raise or, you know, really checking in on your progress or, you know, if you're getting better or doing things like, you know, optimizing your your systems or your, pro- your processes or things like that. So I think it's really important as a solo entrepreneur that we check in on, we do do it with each other now, but check in on our, you know, progress and our goals and things like that and what we really want to accomplish within our own businesses. So something that I've kind of set up for myself is this reward and goal tracking system. So I'm sure like everyone else listening, you see something that you want all the time and you're like, oh, I want to buy this. So for me, what I do is I have a wish list, and it's kind of set up similar to how we were just talking about our to-do list, like soon, eventually, wish, you know, priority kind of thing. So I have my wish list set up in a system where I log like what the item is, how much it costs, and then I do like, <laughs> I have like a special, like a star system. Like, is it, is this something like I really think I'd, I'd want, like five stars, if it's something I'm like, okay, it's kind of trendy, it's cute, but I, it's not something I'd, 
I really need? It's like two stars. Or is it something that I want for my business, like a new keyboard or that's on my wish list right now. Or I know we were just talking about that too. I want one of those like poppy keyboards. Oh, yes. Have you seen those that like make the sounds? Oh my gosh. I think it would be very like satisfying in like getting things done, like writing emails and stuff. I wouldn't get any work done. I know. Because I would just be clicking random ones. (laughs) But yeah, so, and I categorize if it's work related, but then I also, the most important part is I categorize if it's something that I want, if it's a seasonal item, like right now I really want a trench coat for winter and spring and um, fall. So that's it is it. 80 degrees outside. <laughs> Why are we thinking about trench coats? I'm, I'm starting to plan, pa- plan packing for an upcoming trip, and I like I feel like it's a, I need a I need like a medium coat. So yeah, so once I have all these things on this wish list, it's a, something like a place where I can refer back to, and if I keep thinking about something or it's been on there for two weeks, that's when I go back and I'm like, okay, like you've done well this week or this month, like you can go ahead and purchase that item. But something that I also do is I I track. Um, like workout and water and my like daily habits I track are things from meditation to taking my vitamins to reading the news every day and things like that just trying to stay things I'm trying to do better about I do a French lesson every day kind of built into my morning routine it's just like this like 20 minutes of like a morning morning learning session if you will but yeah so with those those things and other you know goals I have for my business and for um, you know my personal life and my relationships and things like that I set goals for the month and if I hit them I let myself kind of like as a reward you know find something on that wish list that might not be like priority it might be like a lower lower item or I'll treat myself to a facial or you know it's not always a monetary thing sometimes it might be like something that I've been wanting to do that I like a solo trip to a museum or like so I usually at the beginning of the month I set like what that reward will be if I hit you know xyz goals for the month yeah and it's something that I found really helpful again what I just said is not having that boss or that um, supervisor checking in on my work progress it's something that I can kind of set goals for and not only for work but also for personal I think it's like very helpful to kind of see that progress over time and it's also something that I found very helpful with self-actualization and also just self-fulfillment. So, yeah. What about you, Alex? Do you have any kind of like goal-setting system in Notion or other places? I don't, but you just made me want to. You just made me want to make <laughs> one. I think because, and and I don't mean this as an excuse at all, but you've been in business longer than yeah, me. Yeah, no, so it's true. I feel like. I have taken this year, I mean, my one year mark was in May, to kind of like, I don't really know what I'm doing, you know? Oh and then you still know what you're doing. You, figuring, yeah, yeah. Well, but now that I'm figuring it out and learning my process and diving into into organization and really doing things that are going to help me in the long run, I definitely want to implement what you do with some sort of accomplishment list. I truly feel like with me going on my own, now that I am accountable for myself, that's motivating for me alone. Like yeah. just knowing when a new inquiry comes in um, based on a referral, let's say, then I'm like, oh, people are talking about me. People are referring me out. Like, let's make this next project the best one yet. Nothing or feels like, better than a referral. <laughs> exactly. And yeah. like if I'm doing a a logo project, like, and then another one comes in. I'm like, okay, how can I make this one better than before? So I think internally, I just have that motivation naturally, but I definitely want to write down kind of 
trackable goals, then I could reward myself in the end. Yeah, I think that's also something you just said was it's really important is making sure that they're trackable because I think you can write down, yep. like that's why it's hard because I do like to call them kind of intentions for the year. So I set like, you know, themes or like I want to be more, <laughs> it's kind of funny, my intention for this year was to be more intentional. So mm-hmm. not with like my time, with my, you know, what kind of work I was doing. So being more comfortable saying no to certain projects that don't necessarily fit my mm-hmm you know, my goals within my business. And then also with my personal life, being more intentional in my time and the the relationships I have and things like that. But then setting goals from that, like, okay, you can say that, you know, you want to do those things, but how can you actually, at the end of the year, how can you know that you did those things in a positive, that you did them? So I think setting yeah. like actual measurable, <laughs> this turned from a notion episode into a goals episode, but I'm here for it. I love it. I love it. Well, um, and it's because it's more than just, I want to make this much money this year. Like I had that number in my head and am I going to hit it? Yeah. But it's also like, okay, great. But how did I get here? Was I taking on projects that I was passionate about? Are you burnt out at the end of the year? Yeah. 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 Like that, the, the number doesn't really matter unless you have specific, specific goals that you can really measure throughout the year and not just looking at one number at the end of the year. Were there certain type types of projects that you wanted to do that you were able to do? Were you able to save money? Like if you were able to make a lot, but you were spending a ton, like there's a lot of different aspects to look at, you know, that one overall goal, like how to break it down for sure. 100%. So this could have gone in a million different directions. I know we get very passionate about our processes and just working with clients, working on projects, but let's dive into our final files and the takeaways from this episode. So if you're new to Sorted, Final Files is going to be at the end of every episode. It's our takeaways, it's our notes, it's the you know things that we think are important from the episode. So we'll have it in the show notes every episode so you're able to kind of hear these takeaways and they'll also be on our social media every week. So the main takeaway I think for the both of us is the functionality of a to-do board. So get rid of your pencils, get rid of that planner, all of those sticky notes hanging on your monitor and just use Notion for your to-do board for your checklist. There is so many different layouts that you can use for this to-do board. Um, Like I mentioned, mine is in a calendar format and I can just check mark those tasks off as I complete them on a day-to-day basis. And I also love um, the system that we have. We both use where it's in a board format where we can have our priority, our someday, and then those like wish list to do's, which I think as creatives, we always have those wants um, that aren't necessarily need to do's. So it's nice to have a place for those. Something else that we love about Notion is that we can have our personal and our work hub all in one place. It's sometimes, you know, as a business owner, a lot of those things overlap. So it's really nice to kind of have them, you know, separate, but also together. And with that being said, those easy toggle views uh, of those interconnected databases so that you can see kind of how Alex mentioned earlier, she has her timelines on a timeline view so she can see the whole month out or she can just see her calendar where it's like those to do's for those specific days. So those interconnected database views are definitely one of our favorite parts of Notion. Also, 
Notion can be as simple or as complicated as you want it to be. It's hard when you first get started because it's easy to really get into the weeds and, you know, you can see on, you know, you listen to this podcast or you watch a YouTube video or, um, you know, I'm sure the content that we'll put out of our notions, you know, it looks nice, but it took us both a really long time to kind of figure out a system that works for us, for our needs and wants of this platform. So, I think it's really easy to remember, or important rather, to remember that you can find a system that works for you and your business, and it might not necessarily look like someone else's, and it also might take a little bit of time actually working it and actually using it before you, you know, you can't just set it up and dive in. You kind of have to see what functionalities are best for you. So obviously this is just two opinions of two designers and as you have heard throughout this episode, we are very different in the way that we both set up our Notion dashboards and the different portals and even the way that we do our to-do lists and that's okay and that's why we wanted to share with you our processes so you can have some takeaways from those but then in the long run create your own. Thanks for listening and let us know in the comments on our Instagram posts how you use Notion. If you, um, you know, have recommendations for us, if you have fun systems, we'd love to hear everything that you use it for. So thanks for listening and have a great rest of your day. Bye. For more Sorted content, follow us on Instagram at sorted.pod. Also, if you enjoyed this episode, let us know by leaving a review. It means so much. Sorted is hosted by Alex Pizak and Emma McGoldrick. Produced and edited by Carrie King. Marketing and graphic design by AP The Creative and ESM Creative Studio. Photography by Hannah Hunt. And music by Dam Darmawan. Huge thanks to all the people that made Sorted happen and to you for listening. See, See you, you next time. time.